Thank you for your presence today. We are commanded by God to pray without ceasing. God's word assures us that if we wait on him, we shall renew our strength, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. When we apply God's word to our lives, no matter what we may be facing, we can look back and see how God has orchestrated all things for his good. Listen closely with Bible, pen and paper handy. Let's pray. And Father, we thank you for the blessed privilege of preaching a timely word as we honor medical professionals. And I pray this message be a tremendous source of encouragement to them, as well as to all of us, because we all need a word from you, children, teenagers, preteens, young adults, middle-agers, seniors. Thank you that we, we've assembled ourselves in the house of God to worship you in spirit and in truth. I can't do this without you. Help me now to, to preach in the power of the Holy Spirit to say no more or no less than what you have ordained for this appointed time. In Jesus' name, and all God's children said, amen. amen. Have your Bibles turn to the book of Psalms, uh, number 31, verse 24. It's going to be our theme text, and it's going to be woven, this verse is going to be woven through the entirety of the message. But then you want to be uh, also ready to look at other passages as it relates to this special message to medical professionals and all of those who are in a health profession career. Psalms 31, 24 says, So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. So be strong and courageous, all you who put your hope in the Lord. I want to preach a word to not only medical professionals, but as well as the rest of us, the entirety of the congregation, and those who are looking online and live streaming and all of you. These are words of encouragement to medical professionals. Words of encouragement to medical professionals, but also words of encouragement to you who are not medical professionals, because all of us need a timely word from God. Today, we as a church family have set aside a special day of appreciation for all medical professionals as well as anyone else who serves in the medical field in any capacity. Perhaps you thought as you entered 2020 that you would just have a normal year. Then all of a sudden, a strange phenomenon occurred the likes of which we have never experienced before. An unexpected virus from China was released upon the whole world, drastically changing everyone's life. This pandemic caused the world to come to a screeching halt. World leaders and scientists were frantically trying to figure out what was going on and how to find a cure for this dreadful plague. People all over the world were, were beginning to get sick. Others were rushed to intensive care units and placed on ventilators 
and multitudes died. Medical professionals were called out of retirement to meet the high demand of thousands becoming affected by this mysterious disease. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, you as medical professionals were confronted with a major decision. Some of you were just starting out in your medical career while others were just about to retire or perhaps you've been retired for years and had a major decision to make that would affect not only you but your family and even your very life. Perhaps you ask yourself, Should I stay and rise to the challenge and serve humanity valiantly? Or should I just quit and say, this is just too much? Because of your own underlying medical conditions or due to health risk in your own family. For you who chose to answer the call to service today, today is your special day. For us to affirm you, to bless you, to encourage you, and to show our appreciation for you. Allow me to give you words of encouragement as well as others who are listening and looking today. Number one, to you medical professionals as well as others of you who are in various kinds of careers, some of you are teachers, Some of you work in the post office. Some of you are working for Amazon. Some of you working in grocery stores where you're dealing with thousands of people. Even your lives are on the line. Even your lives are on the line. So we're particularly targeting medical professionals, but the truth be told, a whole lot of us are putting our lives on the line to serve humanity. Number one, I want to say this. You are very much appreciated. That's the first point I want to make. You are very much appreciated, whether you're in the the medical professional career or whether you're around people all day where you have to service them. We appreciate you. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 2 says... We always thank God for all of you and continually mention you in our prayers. This day is set aside to thank you and honor you for your labor of love and putting your own very lives at risk for the sake of serving those who found themselves in a medical crisis as a result of COVID-19. Thank you so very much. We appreciate you. We can't do without you. Secondly, Fear not, for the Lord will take care of you. Fear not, for our Lord will take care of you. Joshua chapter 1 verse 9 says, Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What a blessed assurance in knowing That the Lord, our God, is with you wherever you go. I know as you prayerfully consider the cost of serving in the midst of this very contagious virus in your own humanness, you've wondered 
if you would become stricken or even die yourself or perhaps bring it home to your own family whom you love so much. But you rose to the challenge because you were strong and you were courageous even as you face fear and potential danger yourself. You refused to allow yourself to be discouraged and took comfort in the promises of Almighty God knowing that the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Psalms 31:24, which is our text that's woven through this message says, so be strong and courageous. All of you who put your hope in the Lord. Thirdly, to you medical professionals and others of you who put your lives at risk, continue to trust God and live by faith. Continue to trust God and live by faith. Luke 17, 5 says, the apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. The apostles made a request of God that all of us should be making, which is, Lord, increase our faith. It takes faith to do the Lord's work in this kind of environment. Why don't we say amen? I mean, it takes faith. It takes faith. And you who serve in the medical career field exercise your faith by going into harm's way and selflessly serving people who are sick, serving people who are fretful. You serve people who are worried. You serve people who are isolated from loved ones. Well, loved ones can't get in nursing homes. They can't get in hospitals. And perhaps even worse, you've held the hands of a dying loved one because of COVID restrictions prohibiting their loved one from being present as their loved one dies without the hand of the next of kin being held. You had to fill in and be that hand for the loved one. What an unforgettable moment. Fourthly, consider this. You overcame the temptation to worry. You overcame the temptation to worry. Philippians 4, 6 says, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition and thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We appreciate you today because we know that you could not fulfill your task without the temptation to worry because all of us are prone to worry. And if anyone tell me in here they don't worry about anything ever, I think you might have a line problem. All of us have succumbed to worry. It's natural. And we have to be determined not to worry as we trust the scriptures, especially when you had to make the critical life decisions to either continue to work or to be safe and just say this is too much and bow out gracefully. Number five, in the midst of this appreciation day for you, Continue to be a witness. Continue to be a witness. Don't lose your witness in the midst of this pandemic. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God to salvation for everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek. If you pray and ask the Lord to give you an opportunity to be a witness He, the Lord, will create many opportunities for you to share Christ with others. 
especially now we need a word from God, even if it's, if it's only for but a brief moment as you pass by or in the cafeteria of the medical facility, the Lord will take care of us. What a witness. God is on the throne. I'm, I'm trusting God to take care of this. That's a brief witness. So do not be ashamed or remain silent when the opportunity is obviously there. And you do not want them to die in the midst of this pandemic without you seizing your God moment to share Christ with them. Beloved, do not be guilty of talking so much about the weather and sports and politics and never be intentional about injecting Christ into your conversations because the lives of so many are hanging in the balance. Colossians 4, 6 says, let your speech always be with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how you ought to answer each one. Number six, uh, in the midst of this pandemic, you who are on the front lines in whatever capacity, you must be determined to encourage yourself. Be determined to encourage yourself. It is very critical that you be determined to encourage yourself to maintain your own mental health. Encourage yourself to, to be effective in the work environment and ward off depression and anxiety, stress, worry, and all of these things. You must be determined to encourage yourself. First Samuel chapter 30 verse 6 says, Now David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him. They were thinking about killing him. His own people, because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his own sons and his daughters. But, look, that, that but is so critical. Contrast. David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. In other words, God holds you responsible for being an encourager to your family. Your family needs encouragement. Your extended family needs encouragement, as well as others the Lord has placed in your life. You are called to be an encourager. You don't know who's about to commit suicide around you. Just because a, a person look good, smell good, have money, have nice cars, does not mean that they don't need encouragement. You don't know where they are in life. That's why we're not, we ought not to put people on a pedestal. They may just be a moment's notice from crashing. Encourage yourself. Must be done purposefully through prayer. You encourage yourself through meditating on God's word. You encourage yourselves by doing something you enjoy doing. Enjoying something you enjoy doing. That's good and healthy, that is. Read a good book. Watching an uplifting movie, relaxation, go pamper yourself, physical exercise, rest, all of which refreshes and prepares you for the next day's challenge. Encouragement is so powerful, especially when people are struggling just to make it from day to day, dealing with the uncertainties of a global pandemic and the issues of life. So many lives are hanging in the balance and your words of encouragement may be the very words that prevent them from suicide, 
prevent them from depression, keeps them from doing something that's drastically sad. Encouragement help people to have renewed hope, help people to rise up and live again. And even when those closest to you will not encourage you, sometimes people won't encourage you because they're jealous of you. Sometimes people won't encourage you because they have an agenda. Sometimes people won't encourage you because they're selfish by nature. Whatever the reason is, sometimes you just won't get it. And that's why you have to be determined to encourage yourself in the Lord. Be like David and encourage yourself. The scripture says, but David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Don't expect the world to encourage you. Don't expect a friend to encourage you. Number seven, God will use you greatly in the midst of this pandemic if you are patient with God and yourself. Ask God to give you a big dose of patience. God will use you greatly in the midst of this pandemic if you are patient with God and yourself. I love this passage in Romans 12, 12, which says, Rejoice in hope. Now, if you're down and sad and throwing yourself a pity party, you're not rejoicing. That's right. And if you don't have hope, you don't have anything to rejoice in. You got to have hope before you can rejoice in it. And then it says, be patient in tribulation. We're going through trials right now. We're going through adversities right now. We're going through things we don't understand. So you got to be patient. Be patient. God is still on the throne. He is at work. Don't let yourself become media driven, but rather be Bible driven. Stop focusing so much on the numbers. All the numbers went up today. You shut yourselves in. Oh, it's going down today. You let yourself out. Oh, they went up. I run back in. Oh, it's down. I go back out. I told my wife, uh, sometimes some folk lives are just like a revolving door. You just in and out. Just in and out. Up and down. Uh, Break away from that. Change the channel. Why don't you go look at gun smoke? Look at a country western or something. Get out of the numbers. <laughs> look at, please, get out of, once you know what's going on, refuse to say, I got a break from this. It's not doing nothing for your mental health. Why don't you say amen? That's how you be patient in the midst of tribulation. And then the scripture says, be constant in prayer. Continue to pray. Pray with your children. Pray with your wife. Pray with your husband. Pray with, pray with your co-workers. You know what? There are co-workers all around you that need prayer. I just encourage a, um, a young lady, a, a student, where I was lecturing just a, a few days ago and before I left on my parting day of being there. And I just encouraged her and told her, I see greatness all over you. God has a plan for your life. I see your destiny. Your destiny is just just exuding from you. Your eyes haven't seen and your ears haven't heard the great things that God has. Young lady, God has a marvelous plan plan for more than you can comprehend. And the tears just ran down her face. People need encouragement. 
My wife need encouragement. Sometimes we think I need encouragement. Sometimes we think, well, he's the pastor of the church. He's strong. I'm human too. I have emotions too. Deacons need encouragement. Media folk need encouragement. Greeters and nursery workers and ushers and on and on it goes. All of us need, the Bible says, encourage one another. Your children that's with you will reach their fullest potential in life because you believe in them and you will help them believe in themselves as they look to Jesus because they came out of a home of encouragement and not put down statements. Be constant. Continue in prayer. And you who are working in the, in, in the, the medical field or whatever field you're in, uh, and you hear people, sometimes they're griping or sometimes they are going through trials or sometimes they're just a hot mess. You know, the wisest thing, your greatest, your greatest uh, witness to them can say, may I have a moment to just pray with you now? And you put Jesus in that prayer. Oh, Jesus, I pray that you would just settle them down and let them know that you are there. Jesus, help them to know you and know that you are on the throne and that you've got this. And you, you can put all kind of gospel in that prayer, witness in that prayer. And when, they, when you get through praying for them, all of a sudden, they feel different. They have a different perspective and they'll go home thinking about that prayer. When is the last time you just stopped and prayed with someone in your work environment, in your neighborhood, a relative? And listen, thank you, Holy Spirit. Stop texting so much. Texting is all right, but there's nothing like the human voice. To let a brother, a sister, a mother, a father, an auntie, an uncle to say, you know, I just called to let you know I love you. I mean, they can hear that. A text can't communicate that. Now, sometimes text is okay, but don't let that be so dominant. Sometimes, you know, you, you, you're so caught up in the emails and the text, I'll send them this and I'll send them that with a little smiley face. Well, that's okay, but that ought to be fourth down on the list. They need to hear your voice. And say, I bless you in the name of Jesus. I encourage you. God just told me to let you know I'm praying for you today. You will just bless their socks off. Be constant in prayer. This brief verse is very spiritually instructive for where we are currently in our own personal lives. It tells us to rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be in constant prayer. Don't you stop praying. Don't you? Because when you pray, you'll become more bold. When you pray, you'll become more courageous. When you pray, you won't live in fear and worry and anxiety. You won't get caught up in all the hype. You'll have mental stability and mental good mental health and good mental soundness and sanity to the glory of God. Why don't you say amen? amen? If we implement and apply these instructions in our lives, we will make it through these troubling times. Did you get it? If we implement and apply these instructions in our lives, we will make it through these troubling times. The opening scripture says, in Psalms 31, 24 again. So be strong and courageous, all of you who put your hope in the Lord. Number eight, refuse to, 
to grow weary while serving during this pandemic. Refuse to grow weary while serving through this pandemic. Galatians 6, 9 says, and let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. I know sometime after a long, hard, stressful, difficult day, you grow weary even though you know you are doing a great work and bringing value with your medical skills and knowledge. You're tired. Ask the Lord to renew your strength and do everything you can to keep from losing heart in the midst of the great work you're doing. Furthermore, be willing to change hats when you get home. Be willing to change hats. When you come home, you're not a doctor. You're not an anesthesiologist. <laughs> you're not a, any of those things. Your mother, your father, change hats. Change hats. Be willing to do that. That's so healthy. Settle down. Refocus. Enjoy the precious gift of your family because working around sickness and death all day long should give you a greater appreciation and affection for your own family. When, you're, when you come home and your family doing well, you ought to say, thank you, Jesus, because that could be my child in that hospital. So change hat. Tell them you love them. Give them a big kiss. Your child or your children don't get so old that they can't be kissed. You kiss them, you hug them. And by the way, children, you give your mama and your daddy a kiss too and tell them how much you love them. The Word of God admonishes us to wait patiently on Him and He will give us the desires of our hearts. We must pray, meditate, commune, and wait on God. We must fight against the I, me, and my right now syndrome that perpetuates today's society. God and God alone is the answer to everything. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at www.maranathasa.org where you will find an archive of audio messages, service times, directions to the church, upcoming events, and so much more. You can also reach us at 210-821-5683. Maranatha Bible Church is located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North in Converse, Texas, 78109, directly across from Randolph Air Force Base.